horrible people. Little cry baby bitches. All you people out there with your 50 wives and all your inbred, 600 inbred grandchildren, welcome to the Hollywood Heels podcast. I am the rock star, the renaissance man, the Dugruso, and I am joined by greatness, the divine voice himself, Henron. What's up, dude? What's poppin', man? And yeah, tear into the people like the rock tore into fucking Salt Lake City, man. Like, imagine just being so excited to come tonight and I get to see the rock and I'm gonna bring my kids and just be verbally berated beyond anything you've probably experienced this entire year. Oh, man, I'm sure that felt good for the amount of money you spent for those tickets. That's I hope you had a great night, people. (laughs) Yo, I would have loved it if I'm being completely honest here. Like, I I would have loved it. You know, um, fuck it. Let's let's just let's just skip everything and go straight to that for for right now <laughs> because this was like I, I'm trying to think like the very rarely when we get returns do they turn out to be heels first off, and if they do. Very rarely do they just immediately go to the level that The Rock has. And I think, like, bravo to The Rock, first of all, for just full-on embracing this. You know, like, we all know that this wasn't the plan, right? Like, and, and he acknowledges that's not the plan. But, man, has he pivoted really well. And, I mean, we should know. It's The Fucking Rock. Like... Whether you like him or not, love him or hate him, he is, without a doubt, one of the greatest on the microphone this business has seen. Um, But man, did he roast Salt Lake City tonight. Um, So it starts off, so I I actually have a funny story before we go into this. I I watched this uh, on Hulu back, so I, I didn't watch it with ads, but then I went back and I watched this entire promo on YouTube. Because I was curious for one thing, how many ads did they put into this? So on YouTube, it was a seven, a 17 minute long video, 16 ads ran, four ads ran before Roman Reigns even touched a fucking microphone. That was wild. And this is the money that The Rock brings because they know I didn't. Even, I should have checked what the views were at. I can check now. But um, I, I'm imagine, imagine. So you're looking at. Let, let's see what the views are. Ba 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 ba. Where is this 17 minute monstrosity? Here we go. It's at 2.8 million views on YouTube. So if, if you take 2.8 million times 16, that's 44,800,000 ads that have been run off of this video, assuming that people didn't have ad blockers. I don't know what that translates into money, but it's got to be a nice amount, no? Quite a nice amount, I would say so. So this is this is the power of The Rock. And you know what? Like I said, love him or hate him, you're watching, and those dollar signs are just churning for the WWE right now. Man. And it shows, because The Rock comes out in this fucking, like, wild-ass vest. I mean, Roman comes out first, acknowledge me, blah, 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 uh, he announces that The Rock is now a member of the Bloodline, which was interesting. I, I figured that would have been a little bit more drawn out. I figured that The Rock may have taken that on himself, but he didn't. And then, all right, so The Rock comes out. He uh, takes a while to bash the city of Salt Lake, the entire state of Utah. He's talking about records that they broke. In particular, the largest gathering of trailer park trash The Rock has ever seen. And if you didn't like that, you're going to love this one. Oh, just wait. You want to boo? Finally, 
Their life has meaning. Them, their 50 wives, will have a story to tell. A story they can tell their 600 inbred grandchildren one day. And that story is what it is to look at greatness. Because the rock has come back to Salt Lake City. And he just keeps pouring it on. He calls out some dude in, in the crowd and just calls him a fatty. He says he's going to come down there and slap the herpes off his lip. <laughs> the Rock was so fucking unhinged tonight. I loved it. Um, he says that they ruined everything. They had a chance to have the biggest WrestleMania main event in history, The Rock and Roman Reigns, and they fucked it up. They flushed it down the toilet, the same toilet they sit their fat ass on and tweet, we want Cody, Cody has to finish his story. You know what? What story? What is Cody's story? The Rock makes it clear. Roman Reigns, the universal champion, beat his ass last year at WrestleMania. He won. Cody lost that match. And all of a sudden, Cody wants a rematch. So that, that's his story. That's not how it works. He applies this logic across all of sports. The 49ers just lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. What did they do? Did they say, hold on, no, we got to finish our story. No, they took it like men and they moved on. He goes even deeper. Michael Jordan came in and destroyed the dreams of the Utah Jazz. They boo. They boo because it's the truth. He ended Utah's story. What did the Jazz do? They took it like men and they moved on. That's the whole premise of this. And you know what? They're all little, spoiled, entitled, little crybaby bitches. Cody Rhodes, The Rock is going to do everything in his power to make sure he walks out of WrestleMania what he truly is. A loser. Cody, his story is ending. Their story is just beginning. The bloodline the most powerful, dominant duo in all of sports entertainment. And if you smell what the bloodline is cooking, this was amazing. This was great. This was classic, classic rock, what everybody's been waiting for, just this shit talking. Took it to a whole nother fucking level that I didn't expect him to go this far with it. I don't I mean the motherfucker's part of the board right now, so I don't really know who's telling him what he can do. And if if they don't like it, they they know where they can stick it, right? That's probably what the fuck he tells them back to the asses. <laughs> So I don't know, you know, they're just going to fucking deal with it, right? They don't give a fuck about the ads. They say, we're going we're gonna to get that money. All right, don't, don't give no other fuck. But this was crazy. You know, uh, Roman calling him out, you know, telling everybody that they're idiots. Don't ruin this. When my cousin gets here, y'all might, might start acting stupid. You know, like, I love that he calls him his cousin. Honestly, the way that Roman was talking, the way that The Rock came out, the way The Rock was talking and what everybody is trying to point out online potentially could be leading into when Roman was like, I'm going to make sure that you leave WrestleMania loser. And when he does this, he's talking about Cody. But when he says this specifically, he makes sure to point at Roman. People are mentioning that online, saying that, you know, that's they've been talking, you know, right in Roman's face of the actual plan of what's going on. And the rocks eventually going to turn baby face, which could be potential would be fun to see. We, I would love to see rock versus Roman for the actual control of the bloodline. They lose that tag match. Roman loses the title. And then now Roman doesn't have much to fight for. But part of the reason he loses that title is because rock is there to, you know, stops solo Sokoa, he stops Jimmy, and then he gives Cody, like he's about to, or you know, maybe he's about to attack Cody, then he stops, and then he hits the rock bottom on Roman, and then he gives Cody the the nod, right? Or some some shit where he finally joins Cody's side and turns on Roman, and then we can get Rock Roman, SummerSlam, or I don't fucking know. That that'd be a fun little storyline or a way to twist it from there as well. I don't know what they could do with the rest of the family. 
we did see like Paul Heyman, you know, looking at Braun Breaker. We did see him talking to Grayson Waller at one point in the evening as well. So maybe we get like a young faction, like a tribal heir, Solo Sokoa leading a Braun Breaker, Grayson Waller trio under Paul Heyman. I don't know. That could be kind of interesting. Eh, that that I don't know. I mean, usually, if if you look at the history of the Paul Heyman guys, most of them, not all of them, most of them are lone wolves. And that just fits what Braun Breaker is. And I don't think Braun Breaker needs or wants anybody. You know, he'd take the wise man. He wouldn't be the wise man anymore. He'd be the... Uh, the 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 wolf whisper. I don't fucking know. Oh, right? that hey, that's fire. The wolf whisper. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what he'd be at that point. But nah, nah. Brown Breaker is gonna be on his own as he should be, and he's just gonna decimate all. Kind of like you know. I don't think Guther had the Imperium right away. So you know he's kind of decimated solely, and you know maybe down the line. But ah, I, I, I keep keep Brown Breaker's name out your mouth. Bloodline, um, yeah, but man, I love this version of The Rock. I love where it's going. Um, you could see Jimmy was the only one kind of like reacting to some of the shit. Like Solo managed to keep a straight face. Roman just does his like thing where he just kind of smirks and nods or whatever. But Jimmy was the only one that was like, he just said, what? You know, he had that face on his look a handful of times. And I was like, man, Jimmy is just so underrated. For sure. You know, even at the very start of the show, when they show uh, Roman first pulling up and Jimmy and Solo are waiting for him. And what what does he call him? Like Mr. Jim or something like that? Oh, Big Jim. He says, Big Jim, long time, man. Come here, bring it in. And Jimmy's like, confused as shit like what a hug oh all right and then now he's on a 10 living his best life he's so hype and excited and roman's like let's go fix everything (laughs) you know oh man eyes spirits in the bloodline indeed and yeah i could see i could see rock turning on roman so that would make you know in in your your uh, avengers uh situation Rock would be Tony Stark and Cody would be Peter Parker. Is that is that what we're saying? Well, no, I'm, I'm think I'm saying like Rock would be fucking Rock's gonna be what's his name? Not not Thor, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, Rock would be Thor because then he's technically letting Cody, who would be Captain America, because Captain America wasn't able to pick up. Like that's when he picked up the hammer, and then the rock is like, you know, through him. That's that's how I see that. If we're if we're doing analogies, all right, all right. Uh, I was thinking, you know, like you know, the 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 father son mentorship kind of deal. Yeah, and the, and the you know like uh, the leave the legacy type of thing. You know, um, okay, I see what you mean. That was kind of where I was going with that. I mean, spoiler alert, Iron Man dies, FYI, in case you're still living in like 2016 or something like that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. But fuck, I, I just can't wait. I'm, I, I can't wait to see what, because it doesn't sound like either one of them is going to be in Australia. So, Rock or Roman? No. Uh, I mean, Roman's not. That's more or less confirmed. I, I haven't seen anything definitive on Rock. I know that, I mean, we find out in this show that we're going to have Grayson Waller effect at Chamber and it's going to be Cody and Seth. So okay. Rock could interrupt that. I would not be shocked if that happens just for okay. money's purposes. I missed I missed that Grayson Waller effect announcement. Um because that 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 explains that why he was talking to Paul Heyman backstage. Because definitely that's going to have something to do with Jimmy Solo and probably The Rock. Correct. So that's what I'm thinking. Is that like <clears throat> maybe Rock leads? Because Roman's not going to be there. So maybe Rock leads Jimmy and Solo on a massacre to take out. Uh, especially with how active. Waller has been on Twitter and whatnot, like supporting Rock and his return and his heel return in particular. Um, 
I very much kind of expect The Rock to appear and interrupt that Grayson Waller effect. And they kind of need that star power uh, for that show as well. So that would definitely uh, align. And, and that could help us lead into that eventual tag match. Yeah, I'm actually starting to think less and less that we're going to get that because it's just complicated as fuck. Um, and I just wouldn't... Personally, I would not risk Seth wrestling twice that, that weekend. Um, he's already going to get his fucking ass beat by Drew. Like, that's going to be a brutal match. But, all right, so speaking of Elimination Chamber... The first match that we had was a qualifying match. KO versus Dominic Mysterio. And I said Dominic could be one of my, my dark horses to potentially win it. I mean, I, the, the feelings are 90% of the way it's Drew. And then like I had, what, 5, 5% maybe as Dom. Like I, I could see it happen. And then 5% maybe somebody else. But yeah, that's out the door. Yeah, Dom lost. Uh, KO won. Uh, KO's going to the chamber. This match was honestly kind of mid. It, like, it felt kind of sloppy uh, between KO and Dominic. I felt uh, like Dom just needs to stop doing the 619. I, I'm just not a fan of that move in general. Now, Zelina Vega hit a unique one later on, which was the 619 of the night. But the one that Dom hit here in this match was honestly bad. Like, I want to get in the ring and try it and be like, is it that hard? Like, can you not move faster? Like, like what? <laughs> like, there's got to be like, I don't know if that's your move. You should fucking practice it. And it should be smooth, fluid and fucking smack. Amazing. Not just look slow. But uh, Dom came out. He was trying to talk. The crowd booed him. Kevin Owens was laughing, having a nice old time. Uh, they fought on the outside for a little bit. was a pretty nice little series on the outside. Uh, Kevin dropped a senton on him on the outside on the apron, and it looked like he just landed on his head. Uh, it looked like he just squashed his head, but he was fine. So Dom tried to bust out a new move. He tried to hit an X factor, but then I didn't know what Kevin, like if Kevin Owens knew that's what he was trying to do. wasn't good. We had double uh, three Amigos attempts. Um, neither one of them got past two. Eventually, Dom countered into a DDT. Uh, frog splashes. Dom missed one. KO hits a Swanton. Pretty good. But eventually, what actually is to change the match, we get Truth out here. And I forgot the whole joke about Truth thinking that uh, KO was the Miz. Um, I completely forgot about that. I, it's still... I feel like they're reaching with that one. I don't really, I can't see a resemblance between the two, right? Like DIY and DX. Okay, Tommaso Ciampa looks like Triple H now. So I can see that, right? I don't know how he's, like even now Shawn Michaels is like bald. So I don't know how he's comparing him, but whatever. Um, That that I can see more than than this. But it comes out and... He's asking, you know, Kale, like, what are you doing? And Kale's like, what? He gets distracted and Dom gets on top. Eventually, Dom tells Truth to get him a chair that helped me out. Truth grabs him a chair and then he's like, you know what? Never mind. And he sits down in the chair to watch. And then Dom's like, oh no, eats the super kick, eats the fucking pop up power bomb. And Kevin Owens was trying to give this man a concussion on this power bomb because he whipped him down so hard on the back of his head. One, two, three. Kale's going to Australia. Yes, he is. And uh, yeah, I agree. The Miz KO thing. That might be, you could take the R-Truth stuff pretty far. That one might be just just a, a bit too far. Just saying. Um, yeah, this match wasn't the greatest. Glad KO is moving on. Um, I was really starting to respect Dom. This match maybe moved it back a couple notches for me. I don't know. How'd you feel? Yeah, no, Dom, uh, definitely moving down. Like, as a just as him existing as a character, okay, in ring wise, like he's honestly like on the Miz level. Like he's just not. And honestly, Miz has gained points because ever since he's made his little comeback and he's doing that stuff with Gunther, like he's been hitting new moves. He's been doing different things. The crowd's been getting behind him. So honestly, Miz has been in, a better in ring performer than Dominic Mysterio. And if that's ever something that anybody ever says about your career. Yeah, 
uh, fix it. <laughs> yeah, slightly problematic. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving out of this, we had a little segment with Kayla and and DM Hunk, the Scottish warrior Drew McIntyre. Um, he's basically saying what you said, you know, like he's the only one there from Raw, so like. He's going to win. <laughs> it's pretty much how it's going to go. LA Knight tries to beef with him, but is I don't know, whatever, and then they separate him. So I, so I guess what's going to happen is like, you know, uh, uh, LA Knight will get in, and maybe they'll have a match beforehand. What do we got? One more? Maybe maybe the go-home episode we get uh, Drew versus LA Knight or some shit. Yeah, probably next week on SmackDown. That could be a main event for SmackDown too, you know what I'm saying? Uh, because that honestly could be a better match uh, with the way that those two wrestle. That honestly could be a better match than LA Knight, norm, who, than who LA Knight would normally wrestle. You know what I'm saying? AJ Styles. <laughs> Which is just time. sad to say, right? No, um, but it, it has to do more with the matchup than AJ. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but um, I like this little promo battle here. I thought, like, I don't think Drew said anything really relevant like bonus points to la knight here because he kind of fried the guy you know like he kind of ate him up he was talking about his shirt he said there's some more room on that tombstone for your name right next to it buddy because you're not going to mania either so (laughs) (laughs) i like that yeah la knight can talk that's for sure man just bullied him backstage it was classic yeah, Kayla continues. She ends up getting a uh, backstage interview with Peter Dunathan and Tyler Bate on uh, how they're going to beat the Judgment Day at uh, at Chamber. And uh, you know they're they're talking about doing it, walking out of Perth, the the champions. And Dom interrupts them, saying that they can't beat any members of the Judgment Day, and. Uh, suggest that they would have a match that it will be Dominic and R-Truth against them? Is that what we're getting here? No, they, they've adjusted it. So that's, they challenged them, right? And I think they're calling themselves the New Cat Republic. I believe that's what uh, Peter Dunathan and uh, Tyler Baderman are going to call themselves now. And if they're giving them a tag team name, we got Pete. Like, I don't know if they're going to win these belts, bro. Like they're actually making them real. And triple H loves these kids. So I, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if they fucking won this shit. I'm just saying like, I'm just fucking, especially, I guess they have no friends to help them. Right. But unless like Miz and truth come out there, I don't know, man, because who's what's going to be the mania thing? We'll see. I just wouldn't be surprised if they did win. Um, but basically, Dom was talking shit. They said, oh, yeah, we'll challenge two Judgment Day members, you and Truth. And then Dom's like, he's not in the Judgment Day. And then when he walks away, they're like, I guess it's Dom and JD then. And then Dom's walking away. He's not, you know, he's not in the Judgment Day, but he's, he's talking about Truth. But it's funny because it sounds like he's talking about JD. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, we do indeed get Dom and McDonuts, um, which is unfortunate because Dom and Truth actually would have been really comical. Um, all right, so we we had some we had two interesting women's matches. So we were supposed to have uh, Naomi versus Zelina Vega and Tiffany Stratton versus Shotzi. Shotzi blew out her knee. Actually, I didn't see like results of testing or if any of that was confirmed, but was injured enough that she couldn't go. So they moved Zelina Vega to Tiffany Stratton, and then they put in Alba Fire against Naomi. Didn't change the outcomes. The fact that those were moved the way they were, I was like, okay, you're confirming that Tiff and, and Naomi are in it. But yeah, so the first one that we had of that pairing was Tiffany Stratton and Zelina Vega. And actually, this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, actually, it really was. And one quick note on Shotzi, uh, hope she gets better. But how are y'all about to have her lose, not make it into the chamber, but then she's got a women's title shot on NXT? What? Why did y'all think that that was a good idea? Um, 
but whatever. Um, what's in there? Vega was Vega was pretty nice. She hit this like when they're on the outside. She did this weird like jump off the apron while they're standing on the floor into like a uh, arm drag onto Stratton, which was pretty nice. She did a second rope moon salt to the outside uh, onto Stratton, which was pretty nice. Um, we had Legado do Fantasma watching from ringside. We had LWO eventually come out. They didn't walk out originally with Vega, which I don't know why, you know, no, nobody ever supports their friends, but they didn't do it at first. And then they saw these guys were watching in the front row and they're like, oh, well, we better go out there. So they did. Um, we get an attempt of a 619, but it gets countered into a DDT. Um, Vega actually hit the DDT. It's one of those classic, like, you know, uh, Lucha, you know, throw, throw you around on your shoulders. They hit you with the DDT. Tiffany's been hitting this weird cartwheel into an Alabama slam. I don't know. It's a thing of beauty. It's fucking nasty. Uh, she tries to go for the prettiest moonsault ever, but this is where we get that unique 619 when Delina Vega hits a 619 to the foot of uh, Tiffany to knock her off, which is pretty nice. I like, you know, the uniqueness of that. Hits the double knee Meteora, which uh, got a two count. End up outside. Uh, Electra Lopez is talking shit. Vega attacks her. But as she gets in the ring, uh, she gets kicked. Hits the uh, like a pop up spine buster, and then she hit. Then Tiffany hits the prettiest moonsault ever, and just murders her. Just like knees right into her stomach, just plants this chick. Uh, one, two, three. It's Tiffy time at Chamber. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Uh, I I think uh, Tiffy's not winning, but th- this is this is Tiffy to the moon, man. Like she's gonna. I I'm gonna make the prediction now. Unless Jade ends up in it, which I still think she's going to get inserted into this last chance thing, and she's going to win that. Um, But I really do think that the best showing in Chamber is going to be Tiffy. Yeah, even if, honestly, I think even if Jade is in it, I still think Tiffany might have the best showing. Um, Because, I mean, that Moonsault, nobody's going to do anything that's going to be able to compete with that. And I think just overall, she'll probably be a fun character to keep an eye on in this one. Um, who? What's our? What's our? Um, I guess we have another one. Spoiler alert: We have Naomi in it, but we got Naomi, Tiffy, Bianca, Liv, Becky, and one more spot, right? Yeah. The and the last spot is going to be the the last chance, uh, second chance thing. Which I think is going to be Jade. It's going to partially set up this feud, uh, but there's a little bit. We'll talk on that when we see her later. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, we so we asked and we received. We got some slight, very slight uh, indication of where AJ Styles' heads at, because um, the OC confronts him, and they're like, "Yo." You forgot where you came from, dog. And then Styles slaps the living shit out of Carl uh, uh, Anderson. And uh, and Luke Gallows gets in a situation. And then that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. We were like, where the fuck they've been at? There's been no story. We haven't heard AJ talk. But, you know, I guess, I guess AJ forgot where he came from, says Carl Anderson. Gets the piss slapped out of him. And then Carl's like, well, man, if only it wasn't you, AJ. And AJ's like, you know, is that what's holding you back? And then Carl's like, why don't you hit me again? And then AJ walks away. And I was like, y'all gonna fight or y'all gonna be pussies? Like, what the fuck is this? But I guess we're gonna see them break up. I guess that's a... Now we know for sure AJ's a heel. But what's he just gonna beat his friends up now? Like... I don't know, man. I'll take. Can I get a fucking Carl Anderson paycheck or something, dog? Like I could do that. Come on. I mean, all right. If pick a paycheck, Carl Anderson or Kira Tozawa. I would rather take Carl Anderson because that I don't got to fly around as much. I don't got to be like I really don't got to do much. Tozawa. Sometimes I actually have to try and get fucking squashed by Ivar. I'm all right. <laughs> all right, touche. Yeah, you don't have to eat a doom salt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I. When was the last time Carl Anderson's been in the ring? Dude, I don't know, man. I'm just like to see if I could Google it, right? Uh, while you're doing that, we, we got a very brief uh, damage control promo here that 
gives us a, a little bit of answers. Uh, EO's talking about how Bailey's pretending that all of the success is because of her, the planner, the mentor, blah, blah, blah. It may have started with Bailey's vision, but uh, they became champions because they're strong. She's not the same superstar Bailey brought to SummerSlam a few years ago. It's Io's era now, and she's going to embarrass Bailey. Uh, Asuka chimes in, adding in that, uh, you know, Dakota, if you think you can turn on us, then you're just as stupid as Bailey. Kyrie tells her to sleep with one eye open because they're coming for her, and no one is ready for damage control. Um, yeah, that. I guess, and we get a little bit more on this later than I. I, I guess Dakota's with Bailey. Uh, yeah, like they don't like Dakota, so it don't really matter if Bailey wants to be her friend or not. She's gonna get her ass kicked either way. So I guess we we're just waiting for Bailey to hug her, and then we get the hugging Bailey back. I think that's all that this is building up to. Yeah, they got to build up team hug. And, you know, Dakota Kai looks like she would do a very good um, uh, uh, a noodle guy thing. Just could do the dance. <laughs> yeah, like she she just seems to have the body type for it. Like she's kind of lanky, you know what I mean? I, I definitely know what you mean. And I got an ad, but this is what um, my research is showing me. September 29th, 2023, Friday Night SmackDown, Jimmy Uso defeated Carl Anderson by pinning him. That was probably back when maybe AJ was beefing with Roman Reigns. And then at the start of August or mid-August on the 18th, there was a tag match between Carl Anderson and Lou Gallows, and they lost to the Street Profits. And that's the last we've seen them wrestle. Besides the live tour in December. Carl Anderson hasn't wrestled in five months is what you're telling me. Yeah, he's done some live shows in December. He's not he's legitimately not wrestled in 2024. That's that's lovely. Like legitimately. Um, yeah, I'd have to see the size of the check to tell you whether I would take Tazawa's or or Anderson's. Like if Tazawa's is double and all I got to do is eat like three or four doom salts, I'd probably take take the double double belt. That's true, and the and the merch money. You know what I'm saying? That's nasty. <laughs> you know exactly. Yeah, I I might have to I might have to go on that. Um, we had a really weird squash match here with Authors of Pain uh, versus Javier Bernal and Bo Morris. That I forgot those guys exist. I've heard the name Javier Bernal, so I was surprised he's still with the company. I'm glad he mentioned that other guy's name. Did you say Bo Morris? Bo Morris, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know who he was. I I know that they're like some NXT jobbers or whatever. Yeah, never seen him, never heard him. It's funny that they're using NXT jobbers and not... Usually when they do squash matches, they used to bring in like actual local talent. So like not anybody from WWE, just actual people like... Who are or they, they could have used the OC or something. Yeah, exactly. But a long time since we've seen a squash match, really. Um, but, I mean, you got to see the Super Collider and you got to see their little powerbomb neckbreaker combo, which they didn't give a name to. So uh, they, won, you know, they won and they got a match with Street Profits next week. Yeah, apparently. Uh, so I, I don't know. It, I just felt it was weird that they needed to have this to like assert authors of pain. Yeah. But I don't know. All right, we had a little backstage interview uh Brian Saxon and and Logan Paul um where he sh- I mean this is the the typical I'm going out for a match, let's do a brief little interview here that they like to be doing lately. He's talking about how he's going to knock the Miz out. He's going to win Chamber and be a double, double, double champion at the Manias. And then, uh, yeah, match time. Logan Paul, Miz. Double, double. Yeah, I didn't write shit down for that promo. because I was like, what do you mean? I said, it says match on my, on my notes. I was like, oh, yeah. He was out there talking about some double, double bullshit, bro. You ain't going to fucking Mania. You ain't winning no double, double, right? So I was like, that shit wasn't even a fucking second thought in my head. But it'll be fun watching you get thrown off the top of the chamber and eating an RKO. So enjoy that. 
uh yeah Miz match um mid he was focusing on the leg and you know, logan paul i mean there wasn't really like a lot like in this match to be amazed by uh we had that fucking guy uh logan paul's friend with the brass knuckles again and i'm like who keeps letting this guy in like he keeps fucking cheating he like every single time just don't let the guy in put his picture up like i'm sorry like i don't get how hard that is and do we got not got nobody down there because i guarantee you if i was down there by the barricade trying to hand somebody something they'd take my ass out right i wouldn't be able to hand nobody nothing right you wouldn't you wouldn't see that on camera but he can do it okay well i mean there's there's one big difference between you two that is (laughs) unfortunately true (laughs) but yeah yeah they get the brass knuckles. We're also then, in Salt Lake City. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's one hundred percent true. Actually, <laughs> Jeez, I forgot the city that we were in. It all it all aligns. Never mind that that fits the storyline. But the Miz he tempted to use the brass knuckles as he stops Logan Paul from using them. Then he throws them like really hard and really far. And I was like, that was like he really just chucked them. I was like, it looks like. He just chucked them so that way we wouldn't think they're ever going to use them. But I was like, that was a lot of emphasis in throwing them. So was that a swerve? Nah, he really did just just throw the fuck out of them for no reason. Um, either way, uh, Miz finally gets back in the ring as the ref is like, don't use those knuckles. I see them. Don't you use them. He gets in the ring. Logan Paul kicks the rope or pulls him into the ropes and he like squishes his nuts or something like that. And then he hits like basically a reverse skull crushing finale and just slams him down and one two three pins the miz and i was like what move is that it was really bad and then on commentary they stopped and they were like god it looked like a modified skull crushing finale i was like i guess yeah i don't i don't know i hope that doesn't enter his repertoire yeah, like I think it like I honestly think it was supposed to be the skull crushing finale because the way he was holding his arms up and looking at the camera, it would have made sense, but they just went with it the way he had him, which again, just turn him around. It it still works. Yeah, we've seen like plenty of awkward things where people land in positions and do things they shouldn't and then they just turn them around or sit them back up or pick them up or put them down or I don't know. Maybe it's just the 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 amateurness of Logan Paul showing here. Maybe who knows? But yeah, Logan Paul uh, to the chamber. Yeah, yeah, and uh, time for him to get RKO'd. Uh, so this is where we're getting to what you were alluding to with Jade Cargill is. Uh, Nick Aldis is having a meeting with Jade and Braun Breaker when Tiffy Time interrupts to talk shit about Bianca and and Liv. And uh, Aldis basically tells her to fuck off. And uh, it appears, and we get confirmation later, that Braun Breaker has now signed with SmackDown. This was weird to me. Cause it's like, are like first I'm like, are we in Aldis's office or not? I see Breaker and Jade and they're talking, and if you're negotiating contracts, like I guarantee you, you're probably not paying these two per, these two superstars the same amount of money. So I don't know why you'd be negotiating their contracts together. Like, oh well, I'm gonna pay you X amount, but I'm gonna pay you X amount, okay? Like I'd like, nah, they're getting paid how much? Like double that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I that that was weird to me at first. And then Bianca and Liv are just in the room as well, chilling. So like now these other people are there just listening to these other people's contracts. And maybe I want to raise if you're going to give her that big of a contract. And then Tiffany just comes in and starts, you know, talking shit. Like, first off, all this is great that you're a good boss. Maybe you shouldn't have that open of a door policy. You know, I don't know. Maybe be a little bit more professional. You're looking like Adam Pierce out here. I'm just saying. Um, but jade was like i y'all need to stop messing up my business or whatever the hell she said and then bianca was like i know she ain't talking to me so i'm hoping that <laughs> that leads to our mania match I'm, I'm taking every grain of salt that i can so we could get that fucking match i think we're gonna get it um 
I I really think Jade's going to end up in the chamber, and that's where we're going to like build on that. One hundred percent. And I, I they they haven't even like announced it or made it big of like that match to decide because that's the go home episode next week. Like this is the last one, so like it, it would have been nice to say something about it on this episode. But I guess I guess we'll just wait until you know next week when the show starts. Gotta surprise us. Terrible. Uh, all right, so we get the other qualifier match that we had, Naomi versus Alba Fire. So I think this is eventually going to lead into after the Elimination Chamber. We're going to see Naomi back into a tag team picture, and she's probably going to be going up against the Witches. And we're going to see you know, the Witches team up on her, and then she's eventually going to get a friend. I don't know who her friend's going to be, but that's where I see this storyline eventually leading into to give these women. I mean, it's gotta be Bailey, no? I get, but then we would need, cause technically like it'd be three on two. Cause I still feel like Dakota and Bailey are a thing. So then we would need another woman to, and I guess it would be Tiffany. Tiffany's going to join in with the witches or what? Cause she's kind of against Naomi. Cause they came in at the same time. I mean, are we sure Dakota's even actually going to be wrestling here soon? She had they're they're doing too much with her and having her talk about how she's cleared or almost cleared for them not to be making something of it. Yeah, well, if you listen to CM Punk, he makes it sound like he's almost cleared. <laughs> just we're not going to see that guy till Rumble. All right, I'm not going to listen to that guy ever again. <laughs> oh no, we're going to hear plenty oh, and talk about goodness. the paychecks that he's got to be collecting. Oh my god, dude! I'm gonna go like tear my tricep in the morning, dude. Cash me some fucking paychecks, man. Fuck it. But yeah, the, the DM hunk paychecks. I wish. Well, this wasn't a. This wasn't that bad of a match. Um, good welcome back match for Naomi. She got the hit. All of her stuff. Alba Fire was kind of sloppy with it, um, but wasn't that bad. They kept cheating with Isla Dawn, but somehow Naomi was still able, is still able to win, basically in a two v one scenario. She hit this nasty like Alba Fire was on her knees, and she had her in like a head scissors takeover, but just like spiked her on her head like a DDT, like in a leg submission. I don't know. That was pretty sick, nasty. Uh, eventually, hit her submission move which they didn't tell me what the name was but basically her arms Alba Fire's arms were trapped behind her back by Naomi's legs while Naomi was pulling on her head in the opposite direction it actually looks like a brutal submission really big fan of it she tapped out Naomi well we're gonna feel the glow at the chamber and I believe that's what the move is called actually feel the glow oh well, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I have. Is that, that the move itself is called "Feel the Glow"? So that well, works. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, after this, we do see a bit with Dakota Kai and Bailey. With Dakota Kai telling her that you know she she needs help. Uh, Bailey is understanding, but right now it ain't the time because she doesn't know who to trust. So I, I don't know. Either they're going to build up the ultimate betrayal of Dakota Kai and she's been the master planner all along or she's actually Bailey's friend. I don't know which right now. I just feel like... I, I just feel more leaning to trust Dakota because the way they're using damage control, they're doing the Shinsuke thing where they're giving them the promos, they're giving them the, the translations below. So they don't necessarily need an English speaking person to do the promos for them. They can come out there. They can laugh. Um, at, at one point, I don't know what words they were saying to match up with what they were saying in Japanese, but they basically were out here sounding like, like a rapper making gunshot noises. They're like, skirt, like skirt, skirt, or something like that. And I was like, I didn't even know that that was part of that language. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I didn't know that that sound was, part of their dialect which was extremely interesting i've never heard that in any of my new japan days you know but at the same time i don't necessarily watch all the backstage promos because it's new japan they just kind of hit each other and then you gotta watch a separate show for the backgrounds you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) i was gonna say i didn't even know they had promos 
they do like the like the UFC like they'll do like a press conference and all the wrestlers you know what I'm saying they'll all sit down yeah, on the podium just, they, they just have the presser stuff yeah they'll and then they'll do an after one like after the match like like the NBA games and they'll have you know what I'm saying like they'll come out Ooh, there and interview talk. exactly that that's kind of their backstage stuff you don't necessarily have what we have on raw it's a completely different product yeah there's not there's not nearly as much storytelling it's not as theatric exactly although i did see julia got her hair cut off that's about it yeah is she is she here yet what what the hell is she doing well no she's gonna finish out her contract then she apparently agreed to help somebody start their promo and then she's coming over but that okay. that's all supposed to happen in like the next three four months like she's not gonna be with this other thing for a year or whatever okay 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 so at least that's what I've seen I don't know how legitimate that is but uh yeah um let's see oh we did confirm that next week on SmackDown, LA Knight, Drew McIntyre is what we're getting. So, so far for that go home, we've, we've got Pete, Pete Dunn and Bait versus Donuts and Tom and Nick. And then we've got Profits and AOP. And then LA Knight and Drew McIntyre. And uh, that might be it. We might get three matches. Maybe we'll get four. Oh, we're supposed to have the, the women's last chance thing. So, yeah, that's definitely it for SmackDown. Four matches right there. And that that's like a lot to put in a show as well. So I don't know if we're going to see some type of shenanigans in these matches. Like Judgment Day is going to come out and, you know, DQ because they're going to cheat or something so that they can try to get that advantage or something. Because I, I feel like we do need some promos as well to lead into it. I expect it, so. the last chance thing to be kind of long. Yeah, like something. Like three is already a lot. So... I'm interested to see how they play that show out next week and what like rock Roman Cody, like what are we going to have any of that next week? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think we're going to get any rock Roman. Yeah. I just, I don't think there's any room for it. No, I don't think there is either. Um, and that go home episode, is it going to be in Australia? It's got to be. Otherwise, it's got, it would have been taped already, no? It would make sense that it's there. <laughs> Especially because, we should look that up. Because is it at normal time, too? Because I feel like, I don't know what the, how time works, right? But like that's got to be close, cutting it close if the... The pay-per-view is going to be like at three in the morning, Eastern time. All right. So if it was, it, it wasn't taped because if it was taped, it would have been taped after the last one. And. Oh, wait. Uh, hang on, hang on. Oh, no, no. I'm showing that they, they, that are, they taped it in, in Utah tonight or the other day. And how do I not see spoilers? Where I'm looking, I usually see spoilers. I found a website here. Let's see. Does it have the spoilers? Okay. Well, um, I don't even know if this is the show, right? But it's talking about a fucking... A Braun Breaker and a Liv Morgan match. That, like, that's not even what they advertised. Like, yeah, that... That can't be. So I'm pretty sure it lives on Raw. So, and what I'm looking at, like the website I'm looking at right now, pretty much always has. Well, this is oh, an oh, wait, I, I, I did actually find the spoilers. I did find the spoilers. Okay, yeah, we're not going to say them on here, but I did find them. We shall discuss off the air. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Any any notes? I know we kind of went over some of the the most recent NXT. Uh, That's what I was like. We we went dogs. over. I feel like the big stuff. Um, you know, wolf, the the age of the wolf dogs. Um, 
did we 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 touched on the fact that Oba Femi and Lexus King are going to have a match coming up. I think. Did we touch on the Carmelo Gacy thing? That was kind of fucking weird. They gave them like a really long match, and then Dijak came out and attacked them, and the crowd's chanting "Free Joe Gacy." So I guess we're getting more Dijak and Gacy, and we're you know still leading up to. I mean, Melo's winning that belt from Ilya, and Trick's taking it at Mania. So like we just. That's kind of where things are leading into. Yeah. Um, we had some weird Ridge Holland gauntlet match where he had to like fight his way through Gallus. The match uh, was so dumb. Yeah, it kind of was. Like, I also to go back to the Joe Gacy thing. Like, I really don't want more Joe, Joe Gacy. I don't know about you. I'm over Joe Gacy. I was surprised that the crowd was chanting for him. I thought it was really weird to put Joe Gacy in a match with Melo when everybody hates Melo, but they also want us to not like Joe Gacy. And then they're making us cheer. Like some people were cheering for Melo, and I was like, this is just weird. This is a weird person to put in a match against, but okay. And then it was also really weird with the Gallus because he beats Wolfgang. First of all, I thought it was going to be like a week by week. Thing. like oh this week one guy next week the next guy but no it was all the same in one night he beats Wolfgang he technically beats Mark Coffey because Joe Coffey interferes and they ring the bell but nobody says what happens and then they all team up and start attacking the guy but then he like starts beating the 3v1 and then starts killing everybody and then starts beating down Joe Coffey with the steel chair and then he's like, what? Like, like he's Venom. What happened? I, I don't know. I, I wasn't in control of my actions. What's wrong with me? And they're like, looks like Ridge has some inner demons he needs to take care of. Like, first off, shut the fuck up. That's stupid. Second off, if there was a disqualification, Mark Coffey lost. So that means he fights Joe Coffey next in the gauntlet. And then he just beats him down, ring the bell, pin him. But now we get to, now we have to see more of this. And I, I'm done with it. I, I think that they're just using this to like reinvent Ridge Holland. Like he's about to not be Ridge Holland anymore. I don't know what he's going to be, but he's going to be the demon. He's going to go get Finn Balor's uh, copyright shit. He's a tag team guy. I'm sorry. I'm never going to believe in this guy as a top single star. I don't like the way he talks. Um, I'm never going to get behind him being like, oh my God, he's a scary beast. He can't control him. He's not. He's not. Uh, name redacted Brock Lesnar. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not him and never will be him. So Yeah, yeah. But I mean that's that's pretty much it, man. We get uh Roxanne Perez acting crazy backstage. Um she's eventually gonna win that belt from Lyra, but she's gotta go through Maddie Rinkowski. What's her name? Is that her name? Uh the, the new chick. I think it's Renkowski, right? Ren Sinclair? Ren Sinclair, there you go. <laughs> okay, yeah. You really threw me off with that one. I was like, I thought it was Ren Sinclair, but was... whatever name you said, sure as shit ain't Ren Sinclair. Uh Medrinkowski is somebody else. I oh mean, no, no. Is... That's her name before she joined WWE. There you go. That's why. Uh, What's her name before? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the indie scene, or was she in AEW or what? No, no, indie scene, indie scene. Uh, all right, fair enough. Yeah, because she and then she ends up like Roxanne ends up bitching to Ava and whatnot. And I'm sorry, dude, but Ava's just not good. She's not good. Um, Ro- what was up with Roxanne? This must be a heel turn because she's backstage and this. Ren- They've been name? like slow heel turning her for a while now. It finally, like it, it'll finally make sense that you know we're gonna get double heels, so we get the big babyface wins at Mania. But what? woman babyface is winning that belt at stand and deliver or is it going to be roxanne heel winning it i i think roxanne heel winning it makes sense because roxanne's pretty popular and i think people will really be behind heel roxanne yeah i because i can't see anybody beating her until then and then then flipping it because i don't know of another big face to take it right now either so this just might be a heel year and then we can give the big happiness to the main event when trick williams god i can't wait till he comes back 
Yeah, that'll make sense because I, I think at this point Roxanne will take it and then she'll probably have it until maybe Julia. We don't got any other big NXT names? As far as women go, I mean, do you want to oh, run back Kalani to Kiana Janes? No, I don't think she's ready for that. She's next up. No, the, I don't think the way she that should be. The way they're treating her backstage... Well, you know, I think, you know, I mean, the way they're treating Lola Vice backstage, you would think that she's going to be the next uh, double double women's champion. But. But I just mean the way that they talk, like, I think they like Lola Vice for the reasons that they like her. And I think she could be moved up to the main roster soon just for the feuding that they can throw her in with the LWO and all that other stuff. Right. Um, but I guess yeah, she would have then, to join then, a separate group. Yeah, and then she'd actually have to, like, you know, wrestle. I think she could, uh, I guess, what's an Andrade said shout out to Vega, but I was going to say maybe, like, Andrade, but no, nah, that wouldn't work either. I don't know what to do with Lola Vice uh, anytime soon, but... Fire yeah, her I, and just let her start the OnlyFans that she wants to do so bad. I think I think Kalani Jordan's next up. That's my guess. Uh, give me that like SummerSlam or something. Nah, nah. I think it'll I think it'll be Roxanne until Julia. Yeah, but that's all that I got on uh, these recent shows. Uh, I don't know if there's any other major news out there besides NBA All Star Weekend and some basketball. That's pretty much it. If you want to call that basketball. Some of it, you know, Matt McClung, I enjoyed the the double clutch He's dunk. He's a G-leaguer. That double clutch dunk, though, that was nice. That was yeah, nice. Yeah, nice enough for somebody who can't even get minutes in the fucking league. Oh, no. Like this, the, we, we are, we, this is so, so far from what this shit used to be. Like, obviously, the last great one was fucking Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. And we're probably never going to see that again because the equivalent today would be like Ant and Ja going at it. But we ain't doing that because they have no reason to do it because the NBA doesn't give them any reason to do it. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, and Ant, don't even, he wasn't even taking shit seriously out there with his left hand and shit. Like, the crowd was not happy during the skills competition when he was shooting lefty. But, <laughs> like, I don't know. We they do have something. no reason to win. Yeah, do something to give us a little bit more entertainment. Even the celebrity game was super mid. Like they they were like just trying to play real basketball. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just need a little bit more. Like, give me some more celebrities that, you know, are less athletic. Like when the Miz was out there last year, that was it. Like he made that half court shot to win the game, but then the time ran out. So like get, that was get fucking the tribal great. chief out there. Legitimately, I don't know why they don't like. There's not a dub in WWE. Is actually like basketball players are talking about it. Baseball players are talking about it. like everybody's fucking talking about it right now. Like I had people that haven't watched wrestling in a minute that I'm always hyping it up, but they're like, "The Rock's back!" Like, what's going on right now? And I'm like, "It's actually super hot." And people are like, "You know, fuck!" Like, I think I got to tune in. I'm like, "It's the road to WrestleMania. Best time to jump on the motherfucking train." Yeah. And and uh, at least these people won't be Cody crybabies because they're going to be like, who's Cody Rhodes? And and that's that's what I love as well too because everybody coming back like I'm I'm the Cody crybaby right? crybaby everybody's coming back they love the Rock and but Cody like he's just he got that reaction man Cody you know he's for the culture for the kids man Cody for everybody man that's that's the man right there. We could have had the largest main event in WrestleMania history, but no. It wasn't for these people and their fat asses on their fucking inbred toilets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> inbred, <laughs> inbred toilets. Oh, boy. Cheese and rice. All right, my dog, take us home. Well, everybody, we thank you for allowing us to make your lives just a tad bit less miserable. We shall catch you next time with a go-home episode for the Elimination Chamber Monday Night Raw edition. One more episode, and then we get SmackDown before that PLE. But until then, stay safe and enjoy the day. Deuces, deuces. Peace.